You're listening to Day 13 of A Little Bit of Heaven, a special study from North Richland Hills Baptist and Cross Church, focusing on the Christian hope for this life and the life to come. Here's Pastor Scott Mays. Today starts Questions Week, where each day is focused on answering one of your questions about heaven. Throughout the week, We'll focus on one individual question many of you are asking about heaven. Today's question is, what will we do in heaven? Now, at one time or another, I guess all of us believers have asked this question. And surely some of us are fearful that we'll be bored in heaven. Well, in addition to worshiping Jesus, the people of God in heaven will enjoy one another. We will work, and lastly, we will rule. God has given you an imagination, and I want to call on you to use your imagination for good. In fact, our imagination can be used for good or evil, but when your imagination is filled with Scripture, it can be powerful. Let's imagine the possibilities of working together, enjoying one another, and ruling together. Look first with me at working. In the last book of the Bible, in the last chapter of the Bible, we discover this description about heaven. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. Now the Bible says the people who are in heaven will be servants, and servants will serve. The people in heaven will have things to do, people to talk to, places to go. Now remember, in the future, the Bible tells us that John sees a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Now unless God has switched dictionaries on us, the new earth will be a planet, and this new earth will be this earth only with the curse removed. Heaven and earth will not be separated as they are now, but heaven and earth will be joined together. So we should expect to rule on the new earth, just as he designed us to rule on this earth. And ruling involves work. Now remember, back in the early parts of Genesis, that God made humans to work and to rule over the earth. Quoting now Genesis 1.28, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Recall, secondly, that work is not a part of God's punishment because of sin. No, work has become harder because of punishment for sin. But there was work prior to the curse. Even now, we have a small sliver of enjoyment in what we do. Now think about how great your work will be once the curse has been removed. Think about nothing boring because there's no more curse. So our work will be pleasant. We will enjoy every minute of it. We can think even now and imagine the most enjoyable times of work and creativity here on earth and how they will exponentially be multiplied in the new heavens and the new earth. Now consider how all this is because the curse is removed, how great this will be. You will never have any disappointment in your work. If you enjoy animals here, well, imagine the study of animals on the new earth. If you are an amateur astronomer here, imagine exploring the new heavens and the new earth. 
one Christian astronomer believed that in his second life in heaven, he would go from world to world, continuing his study of the heavens. Now, if the present heavens tell us the glory of God, why wouldn't the future new heavens not also tell us of the glory of God as well? Now, for many listening, your occupation, you may be a police officer, a judge, or an attorney. You may serve as a nurse, a doctor, a lab technician in a hospital or clinic nearby. Certainly, your fields of work and occupation are necessary, but they'll not be needed in the new heavens and the new earth. Just as God has commanded and commended gardeners, builders, and artists to work in this world, we will see that your gifts in the future new heavens and new earth will be needed, and you will enjoy all of your work. And because the Bible says we will eat with Jesus Christ and his disciples, surely there'll be a need for chefs, baristas, and even bakers. Can you imagine a pie with with no harming calories? All of this in our future lives. You will never struggle with your performance for everything you will do will never fall short of perfection. You will perform your every task with a renewed mind and in your resurrected body, which will be a marvelous constructed body capable of doing so much more than you are now. You'll be full of energy and your mind will constantly have a desire to discover. Yes, we will enjoy our work in heaven. Secondly, we will also enjoy one another in the new heavens and the new earth. Listen to the words of the angel to John. Write this, the angel says, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Jesus himself said, I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. No, friend, there'll be no TV dinners in heaven. Can you imagine the dinner conversations we will have together around his table? Think with me about all the fascinating conversations you and I will have with many of the redeemed people down throughout time. Consider how your mind, minus the curse, will engage in every field in the future. No field will be too difficult for you including anatomy, physiology, calculus, and even neurology. Yes, but even more, you will converse with every one of your loved ones who have trusted in Jesus Christ. Every one of your family members and friends who have embraced Jesus will be there for you to enjoy. Perhaps you can make an appointment now with a friend or family member in your new eternal home. Why not schedule a time to get together in eternity? Not one of your believing family members is lost. No, they are dead now and you've lost contact, but you will enjoy them together again. Yes, from fascinating conversations that intellectually challenge us to times of enjoyment with friends, I can hear the laughter even now. We will work together. We will enjoy one another. And third, the Bible says you and I as believers in Jesus Christ will rule in the new heavens and the new earth. Yes, I said rule. Listen to the words of Peter and Jesus in their conversation. Peter said to Jesus, See, we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? Jesus responds in Matthew 19, Truly I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. 
Now, someone might say, well, that's Peter. Of course, Peter will rule in the new heavens and the new earth, but peons like me will not rule. Well, think again, my friend. Again, the words of Jesus recorded in Luke 19. Jesus says, well done, good servant. Because you've been faithful in very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. And then a second came, says the story, saying, Lord, your mina has now five minas. And Jesus said, you are to be over five cities. Jesus is suggesting a relationship between the here and now and the there and then. Believers will be rewarded based with rule on their faithful and fruitfulness in the now. Faithful and fruitful believers here will be given expanded rule and reward then. The Apostle Paul picks up on the theme in writing to Timothy. This saying is trustworthy, for if we've died with him, we shall also live with him. And if we endure, we shall also reign with him. Think of it. So many of you who are bossy now, didn't you know down deep inside you're supposed to run things? And one more, over in Corinthians chapter 6, Paul adds these mysterious words. Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you not incompetent to try trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to judge angels? How much more than matters pertaining to this life? Friend, I don't pretend to understand all of it, but the Bible promises those who've trusted in Jesus Christ in this life the opportunity to rule over the new earth and the next life. Ordinary, humble Christ followers ruling under the reign of Jesus Christ. Think of it. I hope you'll join me in trusting Jesus Christ as we will enjoy one another, work alongside one another, and reign beside one another in the life to come.